Hello Rams fans, we are back for another episode to talk about our favorite team, the Los Angeles Rams. You know, if you're not a Rams fan, thanks for the listen, but get the hell out of here! Nah, I'm just kidding. We, uh, guess we're, we're glad to have you. Hope you enjoy the show. Um, so I actually have a surprise today. If you can't tell, there's an empty chair right here next to me. And today I'm going to be uh, introducing my co-host. So without further ado, let's get started. recap today, I want to introduce the man sitting next to me. This is my good friend, Kuzai. We're going to call him Cootie. Um, Cootie, tell us about yourself. What's up? How you guys doing, man? My name is Cootie. Everybody calls me Cootie. I don't know why, but that's my nickname. But you guys can find me on all socials, at Instagram and YouTube, at Kukudi, K-O-O-K-U-D-I. You can also find me on Twitter, uh, at Cootie Kachingway, K-U-D-I-K-A-C-H-I-N-G. So, y'all follow me on all my socials. You know it's Rams Nation. I'll always be coming up to date with all that new Rams news. So y'all follow me. He's going to be here with us every week. Um, we're really excited to get started, and we're going to bring you some great content. Like I said, we're starting with the week one update, and I was very impressed with the Rams. Were you as well, Yeah, what a good game. What a good game for the Rams. What a good sign. We look great, man. I did call it on the last episode that if the Rams won... Uh, this game, I'm guaranteed playoffs. I'm I'm sticking strong to that. I'm gonna have to find something like if the Rams don't make the playoffs, like maybe like a water bed or something. I mean, I'm that confident. We'll figure something out, we'll figure something out for <laughs> sure. But one thing I want to point out is one of the biggest question marks for me going in the game. I don't know about you, was Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it wasn't all him last year. The offensive line was something that we were worried about. They did only give up one sack. We'll get that to a little bit. But Jared Goff's average time to throw was 2.59 seconds. It was the 12th lowest in the league. That is huge. That doesn't give the defense time to sack him. I mean, it's difficult to sack somebody in two and a half seconds. Not easy. That's what we need. We need to have those quick routes to be successful um, this year. I really think so. Another thing was his average depth of throw. If you're only going for taking two and a half seconds to throw the ball, you're not going to throw the ball eight yards down the field. There's going to be a lot more slants, a lot more outs. His average depth of throw was 2.2 in the first half. Overall, it ended up being uh, average air yards was 4.3, which was the lowest out of any quarterback in week one. Yeah. Quick, quick to get rid of the ball. Very important with our offensive line mm-hmm. concerns. Um, what did you think of the game? I honestly... The first thing that I wanted to see was in the first couple drives how our offense looked, and it looked mm-hmm. great, man. McVay just calling different sides of the ball. We're moving it from one side of the end to the other. We're running it. We're throwing it. We're mixing up all these different aspects, and I thought that our offense looked great, especially in the first half. Um, even though we weren't even getting in the end zone, we were still mm-hmm. able to get deep in there in uh, Cowboys territory and still make a little bit of an impact and put it on them, you know? But another thing that I thought was crazy about the game was our defensive line. A lot of people were talking crazy about how the Rams couldn't defend the run. <laughs> and we're, we got Ezekiel Elliott week one, so we're like, all right, we're really going to see how our defensive line is looking right now. And at first, Ezekiel was getting like nine runs a carry. But then I loved how our defensive line started shaping up. 
we started stopping the run. Yep. We limited them to very short runs in the second half. And what that did was it made them have to throw the ball. And of course, with our improved uh, cornerbacks, our improved uh, secondary, we were able to contain them to only 17 points for a offense that you heard me last week. I was projecting to do really well. I thought the Rams were going to put that, have to put up 30. But, I mean, the defense did yeah. damn good. Mm -hmm. So now I want to jump ahead to the end of game-winning touchdown. Um, Malcolm Brown's second touchdown, the two-yard run. So I want to talk about two things from that drive. The bad. Of course, I have to start with the bad. We wasted the penalty. Um, there was no other excuse besides being confused. In a game of that close and that important of a game opening day, we can't waste a penalty because if they didn't go for it on fourth down – which they end up didn't uh, converting, and they, they kick a field goal to tie it, we are down one penalty when we should not have been from just simple confusion. Careless Rams got to be, be better than that. Careless mistake. That's exactly right. But the good. On that drive, they were three for three on third down, which if you're going to be successful in the NFL, you either don't want to be on third downs or you want to be very successful. They were 100% on the final drive. Didn't have to go for it on fourth down or anything. Which, I mean, we saw a lot of in week one in the NFL. Um, I'm looking at my notes here, and third down, Cooper Cup was targeted a lot last year, right? Mm -hmm. But when you become predictable, you become what? Beatable. We couldn't have that, and they did not do it on this drive. So the first one was a, I'm looking at the notes here, was a third and five, a 10-yard out to Robert Woods, Mr. Clutch. Then on 33, Goff ran the ball for about six yards. That was a nice, quick pace sneak. Um, and then, I mean, Reynolds. With that that play, that beautiful throw to Goff for that 17 yards to set up to the, the second yard line, I mean, it was a great play. Mm -hmm. And that ended up being the difference maker. So I want to get down into the fourth quarter before we let uh, Cootie talk a little bit about the rookies and how they did. So... The important part of the fourth quarter I want to notice is the Rams had two opportunities to, there was tw less than 12 minutes to go. They could have scored a touchdown to thus end the game or run out the clock. On the first drive, they did really well, and they ended up taking five minutes and 18 seconds off the clock, which was almost half of the time remaining. I mean, that's huge yeah. in that fourth quarter, showing that McVay can design an offense that not just high flashy, but can get down nine plays, only 37 yards, but it was that five minutes then, over five minutes. It's just that tempo, off. man. It's that base tempo. tempo has been changing in the first quarter. You saw in the first drive, you got down the field in like a minute. Just going exactly. fast, 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 every mm -hmm. time, running up to the line. And at the end, you saw us just take time, being able to just, you know, weigh down the clock. That just shows our veteran experience, just piling up. Exactly. Jared Goff becoming more and more just professional, knowing how to win games in late game situations. So mm -hmm. I like that. It was a very good sign for the rest as well. Exactly. And on their final, I mean, real drive, they took a knee on their final drive, so I don't count that one. But on the final real drive, they had, there was, uh, let's see, they took five plays for 20 yards to take two minutes and 18 seconds off the clock. However, they did force the Cowboys to take two, turn, uh, two timeouts. And that was the good to have a ticket to The bad was Robert Woods. I just called him Mr. Clutch. What he did was he had a block in the back penalty that 
uh, it was kind of important to the play, but Malcolm Brown, I think, would have scored the first, or would have got the first down no matter what. And that ended up causing the next play, the Rams had a sack because the Cowboys defense were able to pin back their ears. They sacked off, took them out of field goal range, and then um, ended up giving the Cowboys the ball with a chance to win it. Thank goodness they held on. They did great. I mean, they they were down to a third and 20. And for all those complaining about the P.I. call, I know I've gotten a little bit, not too much. Respect to the Cowboys for that. I mean, did you guys miss the hands of the face on the, on the interception? <laughs> like, come on. Uh, we're not going to get into that. But now I want to hear about the rookies. Mm-hmm. How, how do you think the rookies did? No, rookie breakdown. Um, it was an amazing week for our rookies. Um, the first rookie that I wanted to highlight was Will Fuller, of course, um, our new cornerback who just got him from Ohio State, and he made one of the biggest plays of the game. Third and th- I mean fourth and three, mm-hmm. um, they had a chance to tie it with a field goal, but instead they chose to go for it. Yep. And uh, they make a short dump down pass. CD Lamb. CD Lamb and Will Fuller, rookie out rookie crime with an amazing uh, wrap up tackle with a stop. And Did you see how much? Down. Crap, he had to go through the linebackers were there. He had to go around the linebackers, jump that route, which CD Lamb, you gotta take an extra yard, man. But still, <laughs> thank goodness, because we're full of shutting shit down. I mean, come on. Exactly. No, it was it was one of those moments where you say, Hey, who is this rookie? Alright, he's gonna be special for us. We're happy that he's on the team. Yep. So, um, Will Fuller, of course, and the second rookie that I wanted to highlight was our rookie wide receiver to make up for the loss of Cook, and that, of course, is Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson, he made a couple spectacular that catches. That 31-yard oh catch. Oh, my goodness. Yes. A couple spectacular catches down the stretch, and that just alone made me add him to my fantasy team. I bet a lot of teams did as well, just because his big play opportunity, his, big, his ability to get down the field fast, I think is going to really help us. Um, he's going to replace that slot position really well. Um, and I think he's going to be a really good fill for us. Mm-hmm. If you had to come up with one phrase to really think about the Rams, and I'll just recap the Rams game. I'm mm-hmm. going to throw mine out there first. You have a moment to think about it. I just like their time of management. I mean, they had a drive that took eight yards and, sorry, eight minutes and 17 plays. I mean, in a game where you don't have or a team that doesn't have that big explosive we've seen in the past, we need to be able to manage the time mm-hmm. and do well. What, what what comes to mind when you think of that first week? Um, to me, my thing that comes to mind is just composure. Mm-hmm. Coming down into the red zone, um, we had several opportunities where we could have, you know, maximized our opportunity. We could have got more points than we should have. Um, but it just comes down to composure, just not making those careless mistakes that you were highlighting too. Um, just being composed, cool, calm, and collected in the red zone just so we can maximize our opportunity. And in these situations where we're going to need more points in these games, um, it's going to be nice to just, you know, be a little more composed down, down the stretch. Um, but I think for the most part, the Rams are doing a good job of staying composed and collected down the stretch of the, of the game. Perfect. So that's the week one recap. A W. Let's go. 1-0. 15 more wins, right? That's yeah, what I'm looking for exactly. this year. Um, before we uh, jump into talking about uh, week two, let's go over some news and notes from around the league for the Rams. All right. So not a lot of crazy news this week. One big positive that I really like, the person that played a very important factor in the game, Robert Woods was signed, got a new extension. He is signed with the Rams through 2025. 
Um, glad to have him on the team. For all of you Dynasty football players out there, I mean, that's just showing how much confidence the Rams have in uh, Robert Woods. I mean, he's a solid player. He was going a lot later than he should have in fantasy football drafts. I just um, keep an eye on him. For whatever reason, you can get him. Uh, you can trade for him cheap. He's a solid play, especially with my projection for 600 uh, pass attempts for Goff. All right, so now let's break down week two. Mm -hmm. So, Cootie, what do you think the Rams need to do to win and beat the Philadelphia Eagles this week? Mm -hmm. Well, the Eagles is coming off a tough first week loss. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to look to bounce back. A lot of their offense and their defense is coming back from injury. Miles so, Sanders is playing this Miles week. Miles Sanders is playing. So, um, and they have a couple dudes coming back for their offensive line. So, I believe that what we have to do is put pressure on Carson Wentz mm -hmm. immediately. We need Aaron Donald in that backfield. Hit him early, put some pressure on him, make him get rid of the ball early. We don't want him comfortable back there, and we don't want him having a good game. Um, but yeah, for me, big takeaway for this for, for the second week is we need to get Carson Wentz pressure. We need to have him put all in his face all game, get rid of the ball. Yeah, and something that I noticed in the game is I watched, I mean, multiple times, I had the NFL game pass, I rewatched that Eagles game, and I noticed something. The first 17 points that the Redskins scores, guess how they got they got the ball? Turnovers. Mm -hmm. The first two touchdowns were interceptions by Wentz because he took eight sacks in the game. I'm pretty sure he had five in the first mm -hmm. half. We know Wentz isn't going to hold up for that long. I mean, great great uh, quarterback, but, I mean, getting hit by 300-pound lineman. Chase Young? Dude, come on. That man's huge. But they had first 17 points off of turnovers, two interceptions, and then the field goal to make it 17 was off a turnover on downs. Um, that's what the Rams need to do. They need to get in Wentz's face. They need to pressure him. That offensive line is they're, they're weak, mm -hmm. and Aaron Donald. I heard somebody saying that Aaron Donald might set the single season record for sacks in this game, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch Aaron Donald eat. And you know what? If he doesn't, because they're going to be triple teaming him or double teaming him, the only way one guy on the offensive line, no, no one guy is going to stop Aaron Donald on the Eagles' offensive line with all the injuries. Um, if they double team him, triple team him, guess what? We saw two other players get sacks in the Rams game. Brockers, former first-round pick, our first overall pick, is still going to yeah. eat himself. Yeah. Um, so we got to get that pressure however we can. Aaron Donald's going to do his thing, whether it's uh, drawing attention away from everybody else or just destroying that offensive line. Yeah, um, that's kind of all I have for the recap. That's the biggest yeah. thing. I'm seeing as a low-scoring game. Are you feeling the same way? Yeah. Are you telling me I'm wrong? No, no, no. How do you feel? Um, a lot of projections have Carson Wentz actually having a really low-scoring game. People are saying sit Carson Wentz this week for fantasy. Um, but actually, I have it differently. I have both Carson Wentz and Jared Goff both getting multiple touchdowns, passing oh. touchdowns. I think they're both going to start shooting out, especially in the red zone. I think Carson Wentz is going to start popping off a little. But what we need to do, especially early in the game, like I said, we're going to make him uncomfortable. We have to make sure that he's not in the red zone, comfortable, hitting his receivers, having a good game. And on the other side of the ball, we need Jared Goff to get started. And we need him to be hitting those short routes, getting the ball out quickly to our receivers, making sure that our offense gets his gears grinding early. 
And I think that it's going to be an actually high scoring game. Yeah, I think it's going to be entertaining. But a lot of, actually, a lot of experts are saying it's going to be low. Yeah, but, um, I have low as well. But one factor I think is this game is going to be one in the trenches. One in the trenches. Mm-hmm. Um, the defensive lines are going to make or break this game. And that's why I have it as a low scoring game. I think it's going to be tough to establish the run. And we know Goff is better on his play actions. Yeah. Um, one concern I have on the defensive side, I know, tell me a little bit about this. Dallas Goddard and Zach Ernst, two great tight ends. And, I mean, the Rams don't have the top-tier linebackers as much mm-hmm. anymore. I know that's been a, a struggle. The loss of Corey Littleton. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to find linebackers right now that can cover like he could because he's the best cover linebacker probably in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's going to be hard to fill in those gaps yeah. at linebacker that we lost, especially with these new um, running backs that are coming back from Philly, especially with Miles Sanders. You know they're going to try to start getting him going early exactly. after missing week one. But he is stressing a hamstring injury, and those tend to be kind of irky. So oh, we'll see how he yeah. is. He might not be 100%, but hey, for the, we have to prepare like he's going to be 100%. I think if the Rams can get four sacks, and if they can limit Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz, who had almost 200 yards and they had two touchdowns against the Redskins, to if they can combine for less than 100 yards for those two, Eagles don't have a lot of other options. I know they have the deep threat, but I mean I really trust our safeties and our corners. Yeah. Um, I think if they get those four sacks at least, they limit to those two tight ends to less than 100 yards. I think we're going to secure a win. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be. I, I'm going with that low-scoring game. I am sticking to that a little bit yeah. just because of those strong defensive lines. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be tough to score. Just speaking about that that safety-cornerback relationship, yeah. I think both Rap and JJ, both of their, um, after going through the entire last year together and just building on their relationship, that, that safety and cornerback relationship is so important to the defenses and the secondary in particular that I feel like Ramsey and Hill and Fuller, their connections with the um, new and approved safety, I mean, not new and approved, but our um, veteran safeties, I think is gonna go a long way this year. I think our secondary is gonna be much improved. Um, especially we need it, good we need it, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I love the high scoring games, I'd much rather the Rams win. Yeah, exactly. Not for my fantasy team, but you know what? I'm a Rams fan, that's first and foremost. Fantasy football players say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're actually going to be debuting a new segment right now. Um, it's going to be called Cootie's Corner, and it's just going to be whatever Cootie's feel, whatever he wants to talk about. Um, do you want to say anything before we cut to it? Uh, no. Basically, Cootie's Corner every week. All I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be highlighting different players, different drives, just different things that I liked about the week. And yeah, it's just going to be a nice little segment that we can go to um, weekly. Perfect. Let's go to that. One. So what's popping in Cootie's Corner? All right, what's popping in Cootie's Corner this week is Aaron Donald, of course, man. The best defensive player in the NFL. Aaron Donald wreaked havoc against the Cowboys. Just wreaked havoc. Um, just one of the best examples of him wreaking havoc, I think, is just him absolutely running over Zeke, pancaking that man like a flapjack. Oh, my goodness, Aaron Donald. He manhandles grown men, and it was just so much fun watching him. This week against the Cowboys, um, every single every single play it seemed like he was getting to Dak. In not it's not inevitable, but it's pretty much inevitable. He's getting to you, 
and if we don't get the ball out in time. And um, one of the best plays I thought also was him just absolutely running over both the center and the right guard of Dallas. Um, just putting those two, making them look like little Try to double team. Just chucking both Try of them. Try to double team. Truck, yeah. How you chuck two, man at, two men at once and still Professional athletes. That's yeah, he, is, he is a professional athlete. He's the strongest man in the NFL. And I think he is the best defender in the NFL. That's what's popping in Cleese Corner. Aaron Donald, of course. We appreciate you, man. Mm-hmm. And it's going to keep happening every week. Best defensive player, Aaron Donald. I'm just happy Goff doesn't have to go against him. <laughs> yeah. That's the biggest thing, man. Exactly. Don't need Goff seeing that, man. Only in practice when he, Goff is wearing the red jersey and not allowed to get hit. Yeah. Um, and a rising tide lifts all ships. You know that with our newly acquired um, new pieces with Woods and Cooper both staying for a long time. And Aaron Donald, of course, going to stay for a long time. A rising tide lifts all ships. You know that those veterans are going to make everybody better on the practice field, just like you're saying. Yep. Um, so let's uh, get ready to finish up the episode and let's hit the Rams parlay of the week now. Alright, you weren't here last week. I started off 0-1 on my parlays. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Um, week one's the hardest to gauge. You don't know what's going to go on. I mean, I was going off the history. Um, McVay's put up 30 points in three straight seasons. He got to 20. It wasn't enough to make the over. We are 0-1, but that's unacceptable. I went and did even more research today. And Rams plus two over the Eagles, who, I mean, they lost to a, a football team. <laughs> I know uh, they had that great defensive line, but our defensive line is pretty damn good as well. So my picks for uh, this week are the Rams plus two. And I'm actually, I am going to be taking... The under. It's at, I got it at 46 and a half. It is currently at 45. If you want to, or 45 and a half, if you want to buy some points to get it to 46 and a half, I would recommend it. Um, but yeah, so that's my parlay for the week. I feel really good about this one. Um, Miles Sanders is coming back, but he's nursing that hamstring issue. So I don't know how well he's going to do. It was actually no, honestly, 46 is pretty high, so I want to I go over yeah. on that. Yeah, I mean, they got to 37 against the high-powered Cowboys. I know it was week one. Anything can happen. But with what I've seen of um, McVay and Goff just milking the clock a lot, mm-hmm. that works out for the, uh, the under. Yeah. Um, let's see how it works out for us and maybe even you. Um, we are getting ready to finish up, so do you have any uh, closing statements you want to kind of throw out uh, there? No, basically just what I want to say is just we need some more respect on the Rams, man. More respect from commentators, more respect from these experts, man. I was saying that the Rams ain't shit. You know that the Rams are the best in the NFL, right? You know that we're not a plus 15 power rank team, man. We're a veteran team. So all I want to say is just put a little more respect on the Rams, man. And we're going to prove it again this week. Yes, we are. We're going to start the season out 2-0. We're going to freaking stomp on those Eagles. Um, Let's go, Rams. All right. All of you all, have a great rest of your day. Um, Give Cootie a follow. Say it again. Say where they can find you. Y'all can follow me on Instagram and YouTube at Kukudi, K-O-O-K-U-D-I. You can also follow me on Twitter at Kudi Kachin, K-U-D-I, Kachin, K-A-C-H-I-N-G. Y'all follow me on all that. I'm giving you Rams lately. I also follow the Lake Show, of course, Lakers, mm-hmm. Lakers and four, and of course the Dodgers. We're about to make that playoff push. So y'all follow me on Instagram, all things LA Sports. Let's get it.
Um, I am actually going to be dropping something right now. We're going to be putting together a Across the Rams Twitter. So it's going to be uh, a lot of information, maybe even some game day videos. You know, big play happens. Uh, we'll see each other video, getting all excited. It's just, it's content. We want you to have the best experience possible. Um, if you made it to the end, please take a moment. Just like the video. It helps us out so much. Subscribe so you can get the notifications each time we drop a new video. All right, peace out, Rams fan. Let's start the season 2-0. All right, y'all. Rams house. Yo.